WVOW Local News, now. Federal prosecutor for the Northern District of West Virginia, Bill Elenfeld, says a man accused of trying to sell secrets of America's nuclear submarine fleet could face 17 to 19 years, while his wife served as a lookout could serve up to nine years. I'm Aaron Stone. More on this story ahead. WVOW Logan. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, Surgical Podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Jonathan and Diana Toby entered guilty pleas this week in federal court in Martinsburg, each pleaded guilty to a federal count of conspiracy to communicate restricted data, a felony, in exchange for dropping other charges. The Tobies are accused of working together to sell information about America's most sophisticated nuclear-powered subs. It's going to do this with memory cards, taking them to different drop points disguised as sandwiches and gum wrappers and so forth, asking for infusions of cryptocurrency in return. Unfortunately for the Tobies, the buyers of the secrets were FBI. Jonathan Toby was a nuclear engineer for the Department of Navy, assigned to the Navy Nuclear Propulsion Program. He had an active top-secret clearance. Diana Toby is accused of being the lookout at several dead drops of information, including in Jefferson County, West Virginia, the location that prompted the federal jurisdiction in the Mountain State in the first place. Last month, a federal judge rejected the first plea deals reached between the couple and prosecutors, saying the proposed penalty was too light for the damage that could have been inflicted by their crime. Members from the Tug Valley Recovery Shelter were in attendance for a proclamation regarding Domestic Violence Awareness Month, the Logan County Commission meeting earlier this week. I'm Aaron Stone. Since 1987, October has been designated as Domestic Violence Awareness Month. The purpose of the month designation is to educate as well as raise awareness, but most importantly, bring support and strength to victims. Shelter has provided safety and refuge to women and children in the community for 40 years. And for those in need of a safe place to stay, the shelter provides 11 beds and a living space. The Tug Valley Recovery Shelter serves Mingo and Logan County. Sherry Hatfield is a victim advocate with the Tug Valley Recovery Shelter and has worked there upwards of 25 years. Hatfield was accompanied by domestic violence specialist Larissa Fraley and victim services coordinator Carolyn Williamson of the Logan County Sheriff's Department. The women shared numerous statistical evidence as to how much domestic violence affects the people of the area. According to Hatfield, the recovery shelter between 2019 and 2020 served 30 children, 221 adults. 11 adults stayed in the shelter and 231 people received non-sheltered services. And there were 573 shelter nights, 1,294 service hours, 679 volunteer hours. And Hatfield said she could guarantee numbers are higher when a pandemic isn't in effect. Logan County Commission President Danny Godby read from the proclamation. Only a coordinated community effort will put a stop to the erroneous crime 
and whereas Domestic Violence Awareness Month provides an excellent opportunity for citizens to learn more about preventing domestic violence and to show support for the numerous organizations and individuals who provide critical advocacy, services, and assistance to victims. The resolution declaring October as Domestic Violence Awareness Month in Logan County was approved unanimously. A Pipeful man faces drug charges. According to Kentucky State Police Post 9, the Kentucky State Police Special Operations Canine Unit and Pikeville Police search warrant executed at the home of 41-year-old Joshua Harburn uncovered quantities of suspected methamphetamine, heroin, and a firearm. Harburn was arrested on charges of trafficking a controlled substance, methamphetamine, as well as trafficking heroin and possession of a handgun by a convicted felon. The United States Senate passed a stopgap funding measure Thursday to keep the federal government open until mid-December, with the U.S. House of Representatives slated to consider that resolution today. The Senate passed the resolution in a bipartisan 72-25 vote. Senator Shelley Moore Capito, along with 21 other Republicans, joined the Senator Manchin and Democrats in approving the continuing resolution provides enough funding to keep the federal government open through December 16th. Lawmakers have to agree on a funding resolution before Saturday. That's the start of the new fiscal year to avoid a government shutdown. Resolution includes more than $12.3 billion in aid for Ukraine, $2 billion for block grants helping areas impacted by natural disasters, $1 billion for assisting low-income individuals and families with heating costs, and rising energy prices. Legislature also allocated $18.8 billion to FEMA's natural disaster response campaigns, including upcoming efforts following Hurricane Ian. And the Logan County Free Dump returns next week. This year, the dump moves back to its original site at the dump site at Mount Gay, located directly across from Stereo Video. The dates of the dump are broke up into the three main municipalities under surrounding areas. So Man and Man Area residents will start off the free dump days on October 7th and 8th next week, Friday and Saturday. Logan will follow on October the 21st and 22nd. Chapmanville and Chapmanville Area residents will finish off the Logan County cleanup on November 4th and 5th. Times for the dump are between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. each weekend. Tires will only be accepted on Fridays. Proof of Logan County residency is required. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. What we have here are the remnants of a hurricane coming in with rain. That could be even before our football games conclude and the winds will pick up. Now we'll look for some ridgetop wind gusts up there above 30 miles per hour, otherwise 25 mile an hour gust. And that goes from late at night through the day Saturday and it's a rainy day. Highs only around 58. We have the showers here on Sunday as well with about 58. Finally tapering off late Sunday night. This could be a couple good inches of rainfall. We'll keep you advised. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.